Hi, everybody. I'm Thomas Lamb. I'm CEO of Myriad Uranium Corp, uh, CSE listed, uh, co-listed in the US and Frankfurt. We are a uranium explorer. Uh, we have a 75% earnable interest in the Copper Mountain Project in Wyoming. And we're also exploring in Niger, right adjacent to uh, some of the best uh, uranium deposits in Africa, Imeraren and Global Atomics DASA. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, well, like, um, let, let's start with the new news, which is obviously Copper Mountain Project in Wyoming. Wyoming, very, very popular at the moment, it seems, uh, US uranium back on the agenda. So um, tell us about how you picked up the asset. In the summer, obviously, there was a coup in Niger. We we started looking for uh, uh, alternatives, so ways to pivot a bit, and we, we got extremely lucky. Um, I've known the CEO of Rush Rare Metals, which your viewers should take a look at, for many years. They have a project in Quebec, an exciting Niobium slash uranium project. They have this uh, Copper Mountain, Wyoming project that uh, was their second project. They didn't really know a ton about it. They had a 43-101 on it done in March of this year. And uh, we decided to do a deal on it. <clears throat> it uh, Both sides knew it was going to be pretty interesting. We didn't know how interesting. So we signed a letter of intent to earn up to 75%. Uh, Pete Smith is the CEO of Rush Rare Metals. I've known him for, for a few decades. Right. That's, that's tell, what, tell us about, the, tell us about, tell us about yep. the structure though, Tom. I'm sort of intrigued. 75% earn. What, have you, what are you obliged to do and over what time? Sure. So over four years, we have to spend $5.5 million. There's a cash, upfront cash, 135000 Canadian, uh, plus uh, about $100,000 in, well, $100, in shares. We've already paid that, 560000 shares of Myriad. And then first year, we uh, issue them $150,000 in Myriad shares. Second year, $250,000 in Myriad shares. So it's 500000 worth of myriad shares, $135,000 in cash up front. And we have to spend a total of $5.5 million. And then as we advance, uh, if there's a PEA, P PFS, we issue $2.5 million worth of myriad shares to Rush. And then there's a big kicker if we produce in the end. The um, first $50 million in net profit is split 50-50 as opposed to the ratio of... Uh, you know whether we're fifty percent or seventy-five percent owners at that point. Gotcha. That's okay. What now? So that, that's the that's the finances. And explain what you got for that. What do you know? What did you inherit in terms of data or reports or otherwise? So when we signed the letter of intent um, uh, late summer, we saw that it was nineteen hundred, just under two thousand acres of uh, of uh, uranium exploration claims in center of Wyoming. And a 43-101 that said this is a historic producer, 500,000 pounds, and there are several uranium mines that produced in the 50s and 60s. And there was a huge amount of work was done by Rocky Mountain Energy, which was the subsidiary, a subsidiary of Union Pacific. And the 43-101 said, uh, go find historic data if you can, uh, because uh, then you might be able to do all sorts of, you know, discover all sorts of amazing things. We signed the letter of intent, Rush Rare Metals, the CEO, Pete Smith, was driving uh, through uh, rural uh, Wyoming, encountered a rancher. Rancher said, come and take a look at our the data, uh, have a cup of coffee, maybe it would interest you. Uh, Pete took a look. It was extremely interesting. Uh, they acquired it, and I could say that we acquired it. We went back, <clears throat> letter of intent, due diligence phase, went through all this data, our technical people did, 
two, and it was a real treasure trove. So here's what we have, which uh, this has turned into a fabulous deal. Uh, historic resource estimates done by the top geologists at the time, again, subsidiary of Union Pacific, uh, 15 to 30 million pounds of uranium in historic uh, resource estimates. This, there are five and now maybe six uranium deposits in this area. So it's different combinations of these deposits or, or, or the, the, the uranium deposits and resources were estimated. Um, and with a, with a potential resource for just accounting for two or including two of the five deposits of up to 63.8 million uh, pounds of uranium, according to these, these, uh, historic documents. So, uh, I'm not sure if I've mentioned Rocky Mountain Energy spent $74 million US in today's dollars exploring and developing this. We discovered that. 2,000 drill holes. We discovered that. Um, a mine plan. They planned a mine. They built a leach pad. We're about to start production in 1979. We discovered that. We discovered uh, in, the, in the data that the ore is highly leachable. Uh, the studies show at least 92% recovery, uh, above 96% in some of the test work, et cetera, discovered it might be ISR amenable. There's lots of comments about that. Even our, our, our experts today say there's uh, reasons for optimism, discovered that. So it's a, it's a very exciting project, huge uh, exploration upside, also contained in the documents, lots of uh, suggestions and uh, reasons to be excited. High-grade areas that have not been followed up, lots of other things. Okay, so you suppose I say I mean about well that, that's Wyoming and I think people would expect it to expect it to be in, in a way you kind of got a lot of peers that people can reference um, in terms of valuations what what they've done how much they spent um, to get there and um, and I think you mentioned someone in the documents that you can explore the potential for open pitable if if that if it did go that way as well now all of the bills are going to require cash money. Um, where are you guys at? Will you be going out and raising uh, money for this? We will. We'll be raising more money. Um, you know, obviously there was a coup in Niger in the summer and in late July that knocked us down along with all of our peers. We actually have done a little better maybe than uh, some of the others. So we we got very lucky with this uh, uh, Wyoming project, which is now our focus. So we have a few hundred thousand dollars. We have enough. We don't spend much um, at a every month and we can we can run lean. But yes, we'll be raising money. Absolutely. Probably keep it, uh, we, we, as you know, we only have 29 million shares out approximately. We like to keep dilution way down um, to a minimum. And uh, so we like to issue uh, efficiently and uh, spend efficiently. So we'll raise more money. Not exactly sure how much. And uh, Right. And, and and I guess the question is, um, I, I guess that'll be turned around by, you know, what what for? You kind of got all this historic data. You got, I, do you feel that you're going to have to do like a, pr a proper assessment of that data and sort of come up with a, well, a, a plan, a drill plan? Um, yeah. Okay. So we have historic resource estimates. Uh, those need to be brought current. We have, in order to do that, we want to acquire more. We have some of the drill logs, the historic drill logs relating to the 2000 drill holes. We need more. We're in the process of finding the, those drill logs. And, uh, the more we get, uh, the more likely we were going to be able to bring our resource estimates current. So that is, I, I would say that's priority one. Uh, we're looking for more data where we have lots of good leads. We're, and uh, yeah, bring the, bring the historic resource current. Um, and there's all sorts of other interesting things we're going to be doing too. Uh, right. Money, 
Yeah. Okay. I, I'm making all sorts of assumptions here because I'm, I'm in the sense that we're starting to quite a few other of the other Wyoming ISR uranium um, ex- explorers and, and soon to be producers in the sh- shape of um, Peninsula, not so far away from you. Um, is that it's? Oh, I'm making assumptions about it's a certain type of grade, it's a certain type of um, cost structures, etc. Is that a kind of is that the way you've kind of looked at it yourselves in terms of trying to get a sense of you know, what you could be building here. You know, the resource estimates focus on the central North Canning deposit and your viewers can look at maps and things. Uh, that's one of the five or six deposits. That's a low grade deposit. Um, the plan, Rocky Mountains plan was to, to do conventional mining there and then mine the satellite deposits and then leach it. They, they built a leach pad. I think I mentioned that. Our, the grades there are fairly low, They're just a few hundred PPM uh, really. But they intersected the drill. The drill. The drilling intersected lots of high grade too. You know, 500 ppm up to 8,000 ppm. Um, and there are satellite areas with, you know, they had lots of nice intersections, 1,500 ppm and higher. So, first question is, what do we do regarding, you know, the plan? Do we want to add high grade and follow those areas up in order to increase grade, maybe significantly increase grade? and then increase volumes in those areas? Um, uh, do we want to basically f- firm up a, and bring a resource current in the, in the central area with the low grade? Um, so that, what will, any, there, there are two potential plans. One is conventional mining and, and, and heap leach it. It's, it's highly amenable, as I just mentioned, recoveries well into the 90s. And then uh, what if in situ recovery works? Um, you know, some of, the, some of our comps, uh, Cameco has a, Smith Ranch. I mean, our grades are are sort of comparable. They've got, uh, I think it's their inferred resource is seventeen million uh, pounds. This means a huge grades around ours. Uh, really nice ISR uh, deposit. If we are ISR amenable and we are able to establish that, then that that changes the plan completely. Obviously, we, uh, you know, this is this was production ready nineteen seventy nine. If we can. If this turns out this is ISR amenable, then uh, we can we can go with what we've got. Right. Okay. Now, again, the other, the other thing I'm sort of um, leaping to conclusions about is 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 the way that investors you know can can view you can can treat this. You're sitting at you know sort of around five million bucks market cap uh, today with an asset in Niger, which as you say is is in a very interesting location between two two giants, as it were. Um, but it has has no real value as far as the market is concerned at the moment because. The situation in Niger is only starting to become somewhat clear with the announcement recently about the uh, global atomic funding. Um, but you're getting no value for that. So do I treat this as almost like a, 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 a startup uh, situation? It's 5 million market cap. Yeah, You've, You're in Wyoming, North American agenda for uh, critical minerals and energy sufficiency is, is you know well-known. It's very, very clear. Um, you're going to get values in the same way that a bundle of other junior explorers in North America are. Would you expect? Is that? Am I leaping to conclusions? So, you know, I, I, I view us as a pretty interesting because we have, you know, a good hand, but with some big kickers. You know, we've got if Niger, if things clarify in Niger in a good way, we have really highly valuable exploration assets there. So that's a big kicker. If we 
are successful. We find these drill logs or other data. There are hundreds of boxes of data produced by Rocky Mountain, and we're we're, we're working on it. Um, and we're able to bring these historic resources current. We will have current resources of many millions of pounds of uranium. If you look at our comps, uh, we're going to reflect really, you know, compare really well to uh, our, our Wyoming comps. And uh, so that could happen. That can happen very cheaply uh, because it'd be not expensive to acquire the data, presumably, and to, you know, get the calculations done. Not that expensive. Maybe we'll have to drill a few holes to twin some some historic holes, put our own, you know, uncap some holes and put our own probes down to confirm, uh, depending on the, on what kind of data we have. So this is a massive leverage kind of, you know, gearing. I don't know how you want to put it. We can, we can really go, you know, whatever the multiple is, it we, for not very much spending, we can, uh, we can potentially give that return to our shareholders. Okay. And so in terms of timing, all of this, obviously, you know, going and reinterpreting data is, I say, it's, it's cheap, but does it take a, a while to do? You know, when should I be looking back in and go? Well, actually, they have confirmed what they thought they had, or they've got a better sense of what they 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 have now. Um, when's that start? When's it finish? Well, we're working right now on the data. I would say starting in January, we'll be digitizing uh, our the historic data, which is part of it is Greek to me. Um, we've got lots of a lot lot of it. We digitize, build our three D models, um, and uh, and then add what data we find. All that, that whole process is going to start over the next, well, we'll be ongoing over the next several months. As soon as we have news, uh, for example, uh, acquire the data we need, or we have some interpretations, or we discover new things, we'll be, we'll be telling the world about it. Those will be, and these things will be very significant. Each, each thing that's to come is, uh, is going to be pretty exciting, I think. Yeah. Okay. And just, just going to finish off on Tom, if you don't mind, give me a reminder of what have you done in the, you know, in the, exploration and mining space before. What's, what's your background track record? Yeah, I'm a corporate lawyer and finance guy by background. Uh, I started a company called Gold Group in 2005 with a friend. We 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 were the two young guys, so we, we built it up. It ended up having a nice IPO, a couple hundred million dollars. It was a gold producer. I uh, moved to Europe. I was on the board of Russia's second largest gold producer called Uzurol Zolota. At the time, it was second largest. Maybe now it's fourth. Don't talk about Russia as much anymore, of course. Uh, I then uh, uh, started a um, project generator in East Africa. One of the companies uh, we built is uh, was called M2 Cobalt. I was uh, on the board and uh, founder, et cetera. We sold that to Gervois, uh, Gervois Global. I was an executive with Gervois after the sale. That was a really great deal. And of course, Gervois had a billion or $2 billion market cap, et cetera. It was doing, doing extremely well for a while there. And uh, so I was part of that. I've been on the boards of uh, you know boards of other companies, executive of other companies. So I've had a, I've had some wins, uh, built some companies. Uh, those are some of the things I've done. Yeah, people can check me out on LinkedIn. Yeah. Okay, brilliant, Tom. Look, um, look, appreciate it. this is just a like, hey, we we've got we're in North America, we've got something, uh, and we've got a bunch of data to kind of get through. So, like, I would appreciate if you kind of stay in touch. Let us know what you what you're starting to see as you build up this this, this digital footprint of yours. Because um, uranium's in a hot space at the moment, lots of interest, uh, lots of need, yeah. uh, certainly in North America. So I appreciate your time today. Thank you. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. Talk soon. Thank you.